This is the Star Coach Show with Meg Rentschler, episode 357. Even if you know it's your intuition, you have to understand how it communicates with you. So you have to develop, it's like a muscle. Mm-hmm. You have to work it out. It's not just a, like after this podcast, you're not going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to listen to my intuition all the time. No, no, no. You have to go practice. You have to ask your intuition things, then follow the inspired action and see the results. The coolest thing also, your intuition is like a GPS. Your intuition will never judge you. If you happen to make a wrong turn, your intuition's like, cool, you deserve to learn those learnings and I'm going to redirect you over here. It will never blame, shame, or judge you. That's one of your other three voices. That is Jen Benninger sharing with us the power of one of the four voices that impact our life and business. Join us to learn about all of them. Hello and welcome to the show. It's wonderful to have you here. We have a great show all about those voices that are coming from within us, the messages that they're giving us, how they're impacting our business and life. I have a fabulous guest that I'm eager to introduce you to in just a minute. And before we dive into that, I want to welcome you to fall. I just have to say that my energy is completely shifting as our season is cooling off. So we had a long, hot summer here in Texas, many, many days, well over 100. I know that many of you across the world deal with that, but I'm a weenie. It it, it took a lot. It was a, a drain. And then in the last couple of days, we've been like, in the mornings in the 70s, and then, you know, getting to like the 80s and the 90s. So I've been just bursting with excitement and energy about that. And one of the things is that every time there's a season change, um, I think it sort of opens up this opportunity for what What possibilities are there? What mindset shifts do I need to do? What can can I lean into? And fall is particularly sort of energizing for me because I think about the fall leading into the end of the year, having me rethink my priorities, look at my objectives, maybe try to get one last hurrah of something. And, you know, I usually start my last mentor group of the year in the fall. I uh, currently have the business building um, series going on, which by the way, if you have not tapped into our business building series, please visit starcoachshow.com and tap into those bonus episodes that are going to help you grow your business and very timely for this time of the year, because let's set ourselves up for success in this next year that's coming up. So I I think it's kind of funny. I I meet uh, weekly with two of my friends. We are in some programs together. So we meet to see where are we at with those programs and what what are our plans and we hold each other accountable. We had made a decision to spend the last four months of the year really setting the stage for success for next year. So what did we need to learn? What did we need to put into place? And we met yesterday and doggone it if all three of us hadn't decided, you know what? Yeah, we were going to just plan for this next year, but every single one of us decided to do an additional program before the end of the year. The the business building series is so important to me because I want coaches to thrive. Each one of them had decided, you know what, I'm going to offer something before the end of the year. So got me energized and excited to ask, you know, what are you doing to prep for the the upcoming year and to make this fall slash, you know, holiday season that's coming upon us the best for you possible. And I got to say that this show leads absolutely right into that. I am delighted to introduce you to Jen Benninger. She's the Genius Unlocked founder. She's the CEO of Genius Unlocked Institute, which is a board certified company where she teaches coaches, mentors, leaders, 
how to transform their personal and professional lives. And we're going to be leaning into that in today's show because she's going to give us some gold about, you know, what's going on between our two ears and how can we potentially use the voices that impact us to help us achieve the kinds of things that we want to achieve. Now, Jen has thousands of hours of executive experience. She's refined the art of coaching others on how to delve into what's holding them back and then guide them to successfully live their purpose, calling on their intuition. You heard a little clip at the very beginning of Jen sharing just a little bit about intuition. And we go so much deeper into that in this show. Since achieving mastery is one of Jen's core values, it's the center of her education, her training, her work. I think you'll see that in our interview today. She is excited about this topic. She is energetic. And she challenges us to think about how we are engaging with our inner wisdom, with the four voices within us, and she's also giving us some incredible gifts. So put on your seatbelts. This is a fantastic interview. Let's meet Jen Benninger. Jen, welcome to the Starcoat Show. Hi, Meg. I am so excited to be here and have this conversation today for your listeners. I am so excited for what we're going to zero in on. We're going to be leaning into intuition. And for coaches, understanding how to trust intuition and test intuition and all the different things that, that we want to do, how this impacts our money our business, our relationships. It's just so key. When we think about intuition in the lens that we're looking through today, we're looking at four voices. And we're going right. to dive into the your sort of the paradigm you have of the four voices that impact our life and our business. So setting the stage like that, where would we like to start? Well, what I love to, to share with people is the first step is to really understand that you have these four voices in your mind. We call it your four eyes, which I, like the letter I is talking. So when you're talking, when you have that inner self talk, which mm-hmm. I is the one that's giving you those thoughts, which I is giving you those action steps which I is really keeping you maybe stuck or Mm -hmm. which I is having you with this massive momentum to success. And so we, we label it the four eyes. And the first one is obviously your intuition. Your intuition is always, always kind. So this is one of the biggest things when, when you're wondering which voice, which I is talking to is, are they kind? They will never blame you, shame you, tell you you're wrong. Your intuition is always kind. However, Meg, your intuition is not always gentle. It it could be a kick in the booty, as we call it, or we actually call it like getting hit across the face with a dead fish. So then we've named our dead fish Wanda. So Wanda from the movie. Yes, yes, yes. A fish called Wanda. We call her Wanda. So we, so our clients, when they get that big aha moment. So those of you that are listening, if you've had that big, you know, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Or, or, whoa, what just happened? And that's, it's a positive thing in your life or a realization or an awareness. That's what we call your Wanda. That's your intuition. It's always kind, but not always gentle. So it could be a big gulp moment. It could be a a, kind of hitting the solar plexus kind of thing. Yes. It's a, it's that gut punch. It's that super awareness. It's that gulp. Great. I love that. That is in its, in its leading you toward your, your purpose. It's leading you toward your um, intuition is giving you the, the motivation to go toward what you want. So it's always around. It's that redirect sometimes Mm -hmm. as well. 
because again, we can get caught in the other three eyes. Now, the other thing about your intuition, ladies and gentlemen, is your intuition is also not a bull in the China shop. So if you've got some thoughts going on in your mind that are running amok, that is your a bull in the China shop. That is one of your other three voices, which we're which we're which we're going to talk about in just a so second. So that can be one of the signals to help you see: is this intuition or is this something else? Because I can imagine we've got to use a ruler or use something to measure and determine what voice. Like you said, we've got to d- differentiate between these four voices. Our intuition, I'm assuming, would be something that we would want to lean into if we identify it as intuition. Is that? Accurate? Absolutely. Yes. So your intuition, let me give you like a definition. So your intuition is that inner guidance that holds your truth. Okay. So it's the inner knowing that allows you to live in your authentic self. So some of us, especially as coaches, either ourselves or our clients will come and they're like, I don't know what kind of purpose I'm supposed to have. I'm not sure, you know, what, what version of me do I want to, do I want to live with, which is what is an identity that I've created versus Mm -hmm. who am I truly your intuition has that interest. Again, it always has your best interest at heart. It always leads you in a positive direction. And again, it's always kind, not always gentle. So your intuition also, so this is its main job is it is the translator, ladies and gentlemen, between your conscious and your unconscious mind. It is that translator of truly, because your conscious mind is very detail specific, right? Your, your conscious mind is your goal setter, right? Every single one of us on the line have set a goal, whether it's a health goal, a money goal, a business goal, a relationship goal, any type of a goal that is all set by your conscious mind. It's very detailed. Your unconscious mind, ladies and gentlemen, is very abstract. It speaks in symbols. So if if your conscious mind takes something from your unconscious mind and you don't run it through your intuition, you, you, you start to take your unconscious mind literally. And you can't because it's so general. It's so big. And it, it's concepts. So developing your intuition is so powerful. Number one, as a coach for yourself and your own life, but also to teach your clients to do the same so that the intuition translates between the conscious and the unconscious mind for your blocks, for your learnings, for your inspired action steps. So as you're developing your intuition, you want, there's four steps to that. And I will talk about the other voices. And I want to start with the intuition because this is what gives you all hope. (laughs) This is what gives you grace please give yourself grace. This gives you the no more blaming and shaming yourself. Because I remember when I first started using this work, learning this work, Meg is I would blame and shame myself for not knowing it sooner, not doing it better. And those are your other three voices. Right. So with my journey, I didn't even realize I had an intuition. I started out, you know, um, in corporate America and my husband and I at the time were struggling with infertility And I didn't know my intuition like I know now. And I just, you know, quit my job and I came home one day and I was like, I just don't want to be there anymore. So some of you have that, but I didn't know how to identify it, nor did I know how to repeat it. I was just like, I I need, and then of course I quit my job and get pregnant. So it was my intuition guiding me, but I couldn't have labeled it. I didn't know what that was. Some of us call it luck. No, you Mm -hmm. get to learn how to communicate with your intuition. And then it's not luck. It's predictable, repeatable results and action. And then you, you're inspired to do things instead of feeling like you have to. Oh, love that. Let me ask you this then. Uh-huh. How would you feel about identifying the other three eyes? And then let's dive into sure, how do let's we do develop that. our intuition? Let's do that. So let's absolutely. I love, um, I love talking about what's going on inside of your mind. Okay. So what you're, so you have your other three eyes, which is your inner ego, your inner critic and your inner child. Okay. So these are the other three voices that are absolutely positively have a purpose. Mm -hmm. They are part of who you are. They do not deserve to be blamed, shamed, or put in a corner. But they do need to be understood. You deserve to understand them. So here's your inner ego. Your inner ego is an identity that you've adopted from outside influences. It's the inner voice fighting to keep the identity for the purpose of being right. 
Ah. feeling powerful or protecting yourself. And it's not comfortable with change comes off as defensive, prideful, and rigid. It's also a little defiant. Right. Okay. So, so if we think in- about curiosity, your, your inner e- and we're talking about either inner ego right now, right? Yes. Your inner ego is going to be the opposite of that. It's really difficult to be curious if we're, we're, if we're full of knowing and criticism. It's digging in to protect this identity that was given to you outside of yourself. Okay. So that part of my story is my inner ego was I was married to a police officer for 25 years and I had this identity of a cop's wife. Mm. That I was not going to be a statistic. I was digging in on this identity that did not come from inside of me. It was an identity I adopted that I was going to do whatever is possible, which is also stay in a marriage longer than that's serving me to protect this identity. So think about what identity are you protecting? Some of it could be mom. I had that identity too. Coach. Mm-hmm. How many of you are digging in on, I'm a coach. Like I did that too. I was like, I'm going to fix my marriage. I'm a coach. No, 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 no. Ladies and gentlemen, right. I needed to fix, or I wasn't broken, but I needed to right. heal inside of me myself. Then my outside world changes. So when you can start identifying that, so that's your inner ego. And I've, I've hope for all of you. Now let's look at your inner critic. Now this is who ran my mind 90% of the time. I'm going to be super clear. So your inner critic is that judgment towards the identity you're holding. It takes the job of keeping you safe by telling you reasons you should or you should not or could not do anything. And it creates the perception of bad things happening. So what does that mean? So that means is your inner critic knows how to do the problems as they are now. It doesn't even care how bad you think your problems are. It knows how to deal with them. It knows how to deal with your money problems. It knows how to deal with your mindset problems. It knows how to deal with your relationship, your health. It knows how to deal with the problems. So it's going to keep you in the, what it knows. Uh-huh. It doesn't know, even, even if you want, and, and your intuition is telling you like, no, you can have all the money you want. You can have the health that you want. You can have the relationship you want. Your inner critic's like, well, I don't know how to deal with that. So yeah. I'm going to stay, so right stay in the problem zone. Because I know how to deal with this problem. I don't want to deal with that problem, even mm-hmm. if it's better. The inner critic doesn't believe that. Mm-hmm. So that's your inner critic. And that was my huge voice. It's like, I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I, I can't do this. I'm not valuable. I'm not deserving. All of this stuff is what's coming up. Fear is, is living in your inner critic. Anger is coming in your inner ego. Fear is, is coming from your, um, is coming from your, your inner critic. Then you have your inner child. So your inner child is that childlike aspect that includes all your learned and experiences before you hit puberty. Mm-hmm. Now, this your inner child shows up as wounded, hurt, sad, disappointed, or even a little scared, even though fear, a lot of fear comes out of your inner critic. And it can cause isolation that manifests as loneliness or depression. So your negative emotions of hurt and sad is really coming from your inner inner child. So that is where your inner. So when you ask yourself, which I is talking, mm-hmm. you can go through and say, okay, well, am I, am I coming out of fear? Am I coming out of not going? Am I coming out of defiant righteousness? Like I want to be right. right. Are you coming? And it doesn't even have to be overtly. Like I just said, I was not going to be a statistic. I am not going to be a divorced law enforcement family. I'm not. Well, that's ridiculous, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that outside identity has nothing to do with my happiness right. and his happiness. Like he's happy, our kids are happy, I'm happy. And then, um, so the coolest thing, though, Megan, I'll, and I'll dive deeper into that into the intuition. But I want to give, and I want to give everyone here hope yes. because the more and more and more you develop your intuition, you start integrating all of these voices, and you give them all new jobs. You give your inner critic, your inner child, and your inner ego all new jobs. So it's not, that's why we don't want to blame or shame them or lock them in a corner in the back of our mind. You want to say, and they're running around like bulls in a china shop. I get it, ladies and gentlemen. I totally get it. I get it. They come out without asking. They don't, they're not quiet when you ask them to be, and they're just running amok. Great. It's because they've been wanting you to see something and learn something that you haven't learned before. So think of them like this. This is how I like to think of them. Think of them as the battery going out in your smoke detector. Could that be any more annoying? 
Especially because it comes at three o'clock in the morning. Always, always. Yes. The battery can't tell which one it is. No. So you don't know which voice is talking. You don't know which voice alarm is going off. Yes. You're annoyed. You you want it to stop and it gets louder and louder and you're out of control and you're just like, then all of your stuff starts coming up. Okay. So you're all free from all that. And if you can think about it that way, then you change the battery, which is you get the learnings. Right. You find out which one it is. Your intuition gives you the, the learnings. Now they're quiet until the next day. It's also could be more common is I also say that's maybe less annoying is your gaslight comes on your, your, your other three voices don't have to be dramatic. They don't have to be wait until it's the smoke alarm. It could literally mm-hmm. be, Oh, my gaslight's on. Apparently somebody needs to tell me something. I need to learn something about myself. I need to talk to my intuition. I need to figure out what's going on. It could be just that simple. Oh, be you're like, cool. Let me go work on this. And this is what and we I want think about of both you. of those are, are alerting us so that something worse doesn't happen. That's I exactly mean, what, right. Yeah. So that's what the alert is. And then how do we respond to that? Right. So how you respond. Beautiful. So as you start growing with your intuition, then you can start giving them new jobs. And I'll, and I'll tell you what new job um, that do you want me to tell you what new jobs you can give sure, them? Let me, t- yeah. let me tell you the new jobs. Let me, let me tell you the new jobs that you're going to give them. So the way that you do this is it, it comes when you integrate them. So you actually want to focus on integrating your, your four voices. It's not about getting them to be quiet. It's not about, you know, locking them in the back of your mind. That's my biggest thing that I want all of you that are listening to truly, truly get is to, is to understand. So again, so your, your intuition is your gifts, your passion, your genius, and your alignment. Okay. So we, we understand that. And we're going to go dive deeper into the intuition in just a second. So your inner ego is the the old the job that you're giving it right now. Or the job that it has right now is to prove yourself and to be righteous, right? Those of you that feel like you have to prove yourself. When you work through this, your inner ego becomes healthy confidence. It's okay to say, I am, I have confidence in this new way of being. It's healthy confidence. It's not egotistical. Right. It's, and it's not egotistical. It's not your, your inner ego is giving you like, no, Meg, you are badass. You are, you are powerful. You are strong. You do have a vision and a mission and a purpose and you have a voice and you deserve that's your, that's your new job. So instead of it being righteous and proving yourself, you're actually coming from a healthy confidence. So that's what you're going to work towards. Okay. And you do all of this by working with your intuition. Okay. So then you have your inner critic. So your inner critic is that that you doubt that you can even have it. Okay, those are all the doubts. Right. So what your new inner critic can help you do is identify the identity that has served you up until now and then it gives you discernment. So your inner critic is give is saying, "Hey Jen, you're you know what? You did have that identity of a cop's wife and a mom and a business owner." And you learned all of these. So I learned one of my suppressed identities that I had and a need that I didn't get met growing up was I was, I always felt like I was going to be abandoned because my family moved around a lot. I always was starting over. And then I grew up hearing from my family, everyone except my grandfather was a, a traditional job and that he was a shyster. So I had this this thought that if you make a lot of money as an entrepreneur, you're a shyster. So I was competing against this inner, Mm -hmm. this inner critic, ladies and gentlemen, my grandfather was in real estate. Okay. That's not shyster, right? But Mm -hmm. my, my, my family didn't understand they had traditional jobs. My dad worked for IBM for 44 years. Like there was no real estate money coming in. They, they were like, he's a shyster. And so I grew up thinking that. So my unconscious mind, every time I'd want to make money, I'm like, oh, no, you're a shyster. You'll be a shyster. Yeah, that's not good. That was my inner critic. It was doubting Mm -hmm. that I could have it. It was giving me these negative thoughts and emotions. So now I could, your inner critic can say, hey, Meg, that identity doesn't serve you anymore. Let's now go look into discernment of where can you grow? Where are you now? 
where do you get to, to grow? Where do you get to live in your genius? So that's the new job for your inner critic. Now, your inner child, again, remember your inner child was um, was afraid of being accepted, didn't think it would be accepted, was unsafe, either physically, emotionally, or mentally unsafe. We've mm-hmm. all you know felt that and you're all free from that now. Your new inner child's job is excitement, learning, love, and being carefree. And I was going to say that spontaneity people. part comes yes. from our inner child. Yes. Yeah. So there's so many people, so many coaches out there that are like, oh, you have to heal your inner child. Yes. And what's on the other side? So if you don't, you have to build, which is what I love, why I love coaching so much is coaches do this as they support you in building the other side. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, okay, well, I don't like my inner child, inner ego, and my inner critic running amok in my mind. So they think the only thing is to tell them to shut up or be quiet. And I'm like, no, let's then they just the run under the radar and they get that much more powerful. If you try to shut them down, they're just, they're still there. They're just, it's so much more difficult to be in the driver's seat when something's running under the radar. Right. So how do you listen to them? What is, what is your intuition doing? So your intuition is that translator because your, un, your inner critic, inner ego, and inner child, your other three eyes are in your unconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And so your inner and intuition is the translator. So they're taught your inner critic and those other three eyes are speaking to you, ladies and gentlemen, in symbols. It is not to be taken literally. Your conscious mind cannot directly relate what is coming up in your unconscious mind because your inner critic is saying something like you're not good enough and your intuition is going to say no what's really going on is you deserve to be aware that you are powerful that you are intuitive that you are brilliant that you are smart that you are strong you're compassionate you're empathetic that's your inner critic is speaking in this symbol that your conscious mind is taking literally and it doesn't work that way it's only a little warning light to say, hey, there's something to pay attention here. You understand these words, so I'm going to throw them out at you. And then you go and you get your intuition to tell you what is it really trying to tell you. And then you take that inspired action. So that was, I didn't really know my intuition. Mm-hmm. And that's where I that's where we developed breaking it down into those, into those four steps. So for those of you who 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 know that you have an intuition, you've got step one. You just have to know some people don't, they just think it's luck or it's random or it's fate, or it's like, Oh, I got lucky. No, actually you had your intuition, which is so unconscious mm-hmm. that you weren't aware. So your unconscious was, because remember your unconscious mind runs your body and your unconscious mind runs your, in, your motivation and your unconscious mind is the one who gets your goals. Your conscious mind sets them, your conscious mind sets your goals. And then you live in your, and then you think your inner critic, inner child and inner ego, you can talk, your conscious mind can talk to them. You're leaving out your unconscious mind and your intuition. So the very first step to developing intuition is that we acknowledge intuition. Okay. Okay. Step one, step two, understanding how it communicates with you. So some of you, it's a knowing some of you, you see some of you, you hear, and some of you have a feeling like that gut feeling. Some of you can see different things, hear different things, or just know different things. Now, remember to, 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 to discern from the other is to understand your intuition is remember, it's always kind. It'll always have your best interest at heart and it is always leading you in the positive direction. So even if you know, it's your intuition, you have to understand how it communicates with you. So you have to develop, it's like a muscle. Mm-hmm. You have to work it out. It's not just a, like after this podcast, you're not going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to listen to my intuition all the time. No, no, no. You have to go practice. You have to ask your intuition things, then follow the inspired action and see the results. And it and the the coolest thing also, your intuition is like a GPS. Your intuition will never judge you. If you happen to make a wrong turn, your intuition's like, cool, you deserve to learn those learnings and I'm going to redirect you over here. It will never blame, shame, or judge you. you that's one of your other three voices. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then step two is understanding how it communicates with you. Now, a lot of people think that step three is the hardest. I actually think step four is the hardest, but step three, trusting it. I don't know how to trust my intuition. I actually think that's not the hardest one. Trusting your intuition, you can easily trust it if you have been developing. Start with small things. Like Mm -hmm. ask your intuition, should I turn left or right? 
turn left and see if it gets you to where you want to go. And then, and then bring conscious, oh, this is what it feels like, sounds like, looks like, and what I know when I'm listening to my intuition. Go play with it. Have a conversation out loud. Bring it conscious. Bring it into your awareness. Let your unconscious and your conscious mind know that you're talking to each other. Like, let them know you're playing. Mm-hmm. Be, have fun with it. The very first time you understand your trust, your intuition, please don't say, do I need to move to a foreign country? Okay, let's right, not go right. right there. Okay, let's start and develop. Now I can totally ask my unconscious mind that. I've been working on my intuition and working with this for a plus decade plus. We'll be back to my interview with Jen Benninger right after this message. The truth is the statistics are just not with us. The vast majority of coaches who try to build a business on their own end up failing. And that is such a sad statement, both for the importance of getting this work into the world, as well as really helping coaches thrive at doing what they love. And that is my motivation for creating the free business building series that I did for September the why, what, and how of being a wildly successful coach. I have worked with over a thousand coaches in the past 15 years to help train their skills as well as help coaches create the kind of success that they want for themselves. And I decided to partner with my friend, Sue Shoning, CEO of Coach Automator, for this series so that we can bridge the gaps between what's missing and what you need to be thinking about doing. And then this is the golden piece. How are you going to do it? We are going to show you the how. In my experience, it is the how piece that keeps coaches from really thriving. And we want to show you that how. So if this is the first time you're hearing this, what do you think you've got a business building series this month? You want to link into episode 356, where we talked about why it's critical to have an online presence. If you're listening to this show in real time, then tomorrow we're going to dive into the what in episode 358. Discover your marketing mojo. That's the what aspect. And then we're going to invite you into a live webinar where we're going to dive into the how. And the how is absolutely key to helping you achieve the kind of success you want. So wherever you're listening to this, go to the show notes and opt into the webinar. We want to be able to help you thrive, but you got to come. And you got to opt in. You got to register for that so that we know you're coming and we can send you the link. This is free. It's a perfect time to do it so that you can set yourself up for incredible success as you move forward. So until then, let's work together to help you be a wildly successful coach. Now let's get back to my interview. When you say work with it, Jen, Are there things like journaling or meditating or I mean, like, how would you I mean, you're saying kind of have a conversation with your intuition, open up to your intuition. What other ways would you say beautiful to develop? Okay, so actually the free gift I'm going to give everybody is at the end of this um, in the show notes. We'll we'll get to it. We meditate to get learnings, not to relax. So our meditations are infused with a journey at the A to Z. So that the the free gift I'm going to give you all here is is an A to Z way to work with your intuition. And it doesn't matter if you've never meditated before or not. It's It's just about doing it and seeing where you are at. And we, it's this, it's this process. So meditating, journaling, yes, journaling, as long as you're journaling, you can take it and get into your unconscious mind. Cause sometimes people just journal consciously and your intuition is the translator between the two. So you need to get into the unconscious mind, meditating, um, doing any type of energy work, any type of hypnotherapy, anything that gets into the unconscious mind will support you because most of us think really well. Sometimes of us overthink. (laughs) 
So that's what I mean by, so have a conversation with it outwardly, do these four steps with them. So then like step three is trusting it. So ask your intuition for something, get an intuitive hit, trust that that's your intuition. And then step four, take the inspired action. Oh, that's actually the hard one. People think Mm -hmm. it's, I don't know if I trust my intuition. No, no, no. You trust it. You just don't want to go do what it says it's going to do. So if you take the inspired action, because again, this is, I am for, oh, this is, if I could get anyone to do anything at the end of this podcast is to do that last step is to take that inspired action and then do this. This is the important part. You have to look at what worked, what didn't work. What are you going to do differently? Because what a lot of us do is we either take the inspired action or we don't. And then we never look back. We don't learn from whatever we did. It's about integrating the conscious and the unconscious mind. If you're going to do all this work, discover your intuition, understand it, trust it, and then take the inspired action. And then you don't go back and look at what worked and what didn't work. Then that's that. Then you're not getting repeatable results. If you go back and look at that, you're like, oh, so when I follow my intuition, this is what happens. And then you journal about that. Oh, I get this feeling. I get that. I get this knowing, I get this seeing. What happens if you get all four? Great. What happens if I only get two? Great. What happens if I get one? Great. What if it changes? Great. How are you going to know? So you say you want these things and then you're not looking at how are you getting them? That's the biggest thing. If you can take any of that away mm-hmm. and I don't care how much work you do with your intuition, you can be the most intuitive person on the planet. If you want repeatable, dependable results, you have to go look at what worked, what did it, and what are you going to do differently? That's how you work the muscle. And then you take that inspired action, knowing, 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 because I'm telling you right now, I promise you knowing that even if you think it's the wrong decision, your intuition will give you the learnings and get you right back on track. You're going nowhere by taking no action. You're not giving your intuition any room to support you if you don't move, if you don't take inspired action. That is, if I could give anything to anybody, that's what I implore all of you is just then go look at it. Did it work? Did it not? Otherwise, you're just sort of stuck in this place of, well, really letting the other three eyes control because you're either fearful or analyzing or stuck or something, but you're sad or hurt. So just take it one small step Step at at a time. And learn one small step and then look at it, analyze it. And I don't mean overthink it. I, and I, and I, I hesitate to say the word analyze. That's why we say, you know, oh my gosh, what worked? What didn't work? Well, this worked, this didn't work. What am I going to do differently? I'm going to do it faster. I'm going to do this. This it's how you develop the muscle. Because mm-hmm. right now it's the same 80, 20 rule that we can apply to everything else on the planet. Right now, most of us, not all of us, I understand some of you have more developed with your intuition than even I have, which is Thank you for leading the high vibration of the world. And 80% of us most or 80% of our mind is most likely the other three voices. We probably only listen to our intuition about 20% of the time. And sometimes we listen to our intuition without knowing it. So if anybody here has set a goal and hit it and you don't know how, or you don't understand and you didn't use your intuition, you actually were using your intuition. You just didn't put a label on it. Mm-hmm. You didn't bring it conscious. So then you call it different things like, oh, I'm lucky or what have you. So if you've hit a, if you set a goal and hit it, you absolutely have used your intuition. You just may not be aware of it. So now go back and look at it, go back to the goals that you hit, say, Oh, I wonder what that was all about. What was that like? Float back into your Mm -hmm. body, go back to that time. Say, I wonder what that was like. Then you can say, Oh, when I get this feeling or this thought or this knowing that's my intuition, then develop it, test it, keep doing it. If you've ever set a goal and not hit it. And then you said, but Jen, I, I listened to my intuition. Okay then that means this is super important. So if you've set a goal, you didn't hit it and you say, no, Jen, I did listen to my intuition. My intuition told me to do that. Your intuition had you do that. So you could get the learnings so that you could have, so you could exponentially grow. So there is no wrong anything. There's no wrong decision. There's no wrong move. There's no wrong anything. I had to really get over that when I stayed in my marriage, it was an emotionally uh, abusive relationship. And there was alcohol, there was trauma, there was PTSD, which is what we specialize in. Why? Because you teach what you most need to learn. (laughs) So I was able to release the trauma with my, with myself, my daughters and my husband, ex-husband, I was able to release the PTSD and, um, 
he chose not to release the addiction. So we ended up getting a divorce. No problem. Great. Everybody's living their best life. What I had to learn is that I didn't have to blame and shame myself for staying eight years longer. Like I could say, I'm like, oh, I should, I really, I should have stayed. I should have left in eight years, eight years ago. Oh my God. I know you start blaming and shaming yourself. No, because I wasn't emotionally ready to do what I needed to do. Right. So no blaming and shaming from if this is the first time you're hearing this, if you start blaming and shaming yourself right now, that's one of your other three voices. Your intuition is having a party in your brain saying, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that you're hearing this now. Lean into that, ladies and gentlemen, lean into that feeling and say, give me more, give me more intuition. Let's go play and do the inspired action and then go look up. Look, I I played this game every time I take my daughter to high school. It's a certain time. If I get straight, I'd hit traffic and I'd go left, which is technically longer if there's no traffic. So I, I'd say, I'm like, okay, do I go straight or left, straight or left? And I'd go straight and I'd hit traffic and I'd be like, oh, what didn't I listen to? Or I'll go, I'll go left. I'm like, oh, no traffic. And I'll be like, what was that like? You, you have to bring it conscious. You can't just say, oh, intuition guide me and then not become consciously aware. Right. It's integrating the two. And then you give your other voices new jobs and then you're just out getting little gaslight pings and then the, the smoke alarms don't bother you anymore. They're like, oh. Well- so good. I mean, the four eyes really love the the acknowledging that everybody has their job, but that doesn't mean that the script has to stay the same. We can change the script. We can change the role. And that's so much better than trying to put a lid on it and saying, you're not there. You're not there. I'm not going to listen to you because that just, that that doesn't make it go away. Putting the lid on it this is brilliant what you just said. I want to br- I want to bring a point down because that was absolutely brilliant. Is think of the patterns in your life, ladies and gentlemen, that aren't serving you. Are you dating the same person? Do you have the same type of client? Do you have the same type of boss? Are you in the same are you having the same argument over and over? Are you having the same experience with your parents or your kids? That is your unconscious mind. You push it down and then it hits a boiling point and it brings it up and then it pushes it down and it brings it up and you push it down and it brings it up. So if you are tired of that yo-yo making money, not keeping it different things, it's your unconscious mind giving you those symbols to say, Hey, tap into your intuition to get the learning. So this doesn't happen again. You cannot consciously overcome or willpower your way through it because overcoming and willpowering is coming from your conscious brain and it's all happening in your unconscious brain. It's not working. You have to go in and figure out what does your unconscious mind want you to know. So I love when you said that about pushing it down, it's, you're just telling your unconscious mind, I'm going to push it down right now and I'll deal with you later. And then when it comes back up, you're like, oh, I'm not ready to deal with you now. And then you push it back down. So I'm just saying, deal with it now. Right. Go play with it and just do it with small things. You you don't have to change your life tomorrow. Take it's like an hourglass. It's like take that that 80% of your of your of your eye of your other eyes and your intuition and start turning it upside down. So 80% is your intuition, 20%. You don't want to get rid of them totally. They have a purpose. They have a contrast. Yeah. Yeah. And then start listening and developing that 80% of your intuition. This is where ease, effort fast, long lasting results, hitting more goals than not creating the life that you want, being able to dream again, being able to tap more into your purpose. All of that is coming from your intuition. So you deserve, you deserve it. I'm telling you all right now, any of you that think you don't deserve, you deserve to thrive and have positive thoughts in your mind. And it's not just about positive thoughts. It's about healing what's going on inside so that your thoughts are positive, not forcing the positive thoughts. Right. It's not false, um, happy, happy Pollyanna. No, that actually is, is because then you're crashed. When you do that, then your crashes are even bigger than those of us that, you know, that look into it. Now it wasn't easy. I get it. And as soon as I understood what I was doing, it did become easy. It did. I, I, I knew well, any I muscle to... that we begin to develop, it becomes easier and easier. It is a muscle. It is practice. So mm-hmm. any of you who are listening that 
you know, you know that when you first started coaching, it didn't come as naturally or as easy yes. as you practiced and practiced and you had those conversations and you began to lean into that muscle and it just was more and more unconsciously competent. Well, now, you know, this is something that you have to practice. It's a muscle, but it's there. And I'd love, Jen, that you've just like highlighted. It's there. Are you aware? Do you understand? How do you, how does it communicate? And um, do you trust Trust. it? And then take Take that inspired inspired action. Yeah. It's four simple steps. And, 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 and it, it, they're simple. I know they're not easy because you got to find where are you like, stuck? Where are you like, well, what if I trust it then, or I trust it, but I don't take the inspired action or I, I want to develop more of that. So just find in that, that step before and, and understand that no matter what you do, if you look at it and you, and you consciously become aware of it. So it happens unconscious, you become consciously aware of it. This is how you can create the life that you want. So as coaches think about how you can develop your business, then teach this to your clients. Isn't it going to be so much more powerful? You number one, you can raise your prices and shorten your breakthroughs or or your coaching sessions with people. If they understand and you start getting them to become understanding of how their mind works. So you teach this to them. They see you as the most valuable person. It's not a codependent relationship because that's why we don't, that's why none of us want to go. We want them to find the answers inside of themselves. You're teaching them your coaching sessions get shorter, more impactful, and your prices can go up because you're number one, following your intuition. You're believing in yourself. You understand the value that you are delivering to this world. Your clients see that. You teach it to them. Their life increases. Now we as a collective are raising the vibration of the world, which is I know if you're on this podcast, that's a value of yours. <laughs> if you're even listening to this message that that Meg's sharing, and I'm so honored to be here to share my version of it, is we want to raise a vibration of the world. And being and understanding ourselves and then teaching others, right? So isn't that the philosophy, right? First you first you learn it, then you implement it, then you teach it, and then you teach other people to teach it. And when you get to those four levels at that point, that's where you're unconsciously competent, right? Is when you're teaching teachers how to teach it. So just think about the path and how much value this can add to your coaching business and to your clients. Cause we all want to help our clients. That's why we're doing this. Exactly. But I love, I love the focus of this. It's one of my favorite kinds of shows to have. It's like, okay, this is how we apply it to ourselves. And then this is how we bring it forward in our impact. And it is in both of those that is just so valuable. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just so happy that you asked me to be here and share this conversation. I'm just so happy that you did. And, and as uh, we're going to have links for people to yes. connect with you in the show yes. notes, but you had mm-hmm. mentioned that you're going to have a, a gift. And so yes. we'll definitely have the links for that two gifts. Mm-hmm. I have two gifts oh because you're a coach because you're a coaching podcast. So I only offer this gift if I'm podcasting where there's mostly coaches. Now, again, if you're not a coach, you can still do this because it'll still help you, but it's called um, how to find the unconscious block that's blocking your coaching business. So you're, it's like a little quiz. It's a free quiz. It takes 90 seconds. It is going to tap into that unconscious. What is hiding down there with your inner critic, your inner ego and your inner child. And it's going to bring it forward. So there's one, there's one of four major blocks. So there's a free quiz. So that's just fun. Love that. So I give that only with, if I've got coaches or people who want coaching skills. Okay. Now the, the main gift that I want to give you all is that intuition challenge, which it's a series of meditations. Again, remember, we don't meditate to relax. We meditate to get learnings. That is an A to Z development of what those four steps are from discovering your intuition, understanding how it communicates, what can you do? How do you know it to trust it? And then it'll, it'll help you take some inspired action steps. So it, it's, it's, it's a meditation challenge. You can take it as long as, as you want. It could take you a month or it could take you a year. It doesn't matter. Listen to them in order though, but it's to develop that. So if I'm going to talk about something, I have to give you a tool to do what I say. Cause I don't want anybody hanging up going, well, that was great. Now what? 
Yeah. Now what? How do I do that? Yeah. Now, now you know so, how to do it. Jen's letting you know how to do it. And the links for that will be in the show notes yes. for this episode. Mm-hmm. Jen, you were fabulous. Thank you so Thank much you, for bringing this expertise to us. My pleasure. And I love sharing this with the world and your, your listeners are getting some great stuff with all of your other podcasts. So thank you for having me. And I would love to come back and share more at any time. And I wish you all a great day developing and trusting your intuition. Sounds like a wonderful, wonderful plan. Thank you. So there you have another fabulous Star Coach episode with the amazing Jen Benninger. If you want to know more about Jen, the work that she does, grab those gifts that she's giving. Go to starcoachshow.com slash 357, starcoachshow.com slash 357 and grab the links in the show notes. Unless, of course, you're watching on the Star Coach YouTube channel. And if that's the case, grab the links right below this video. My conversation with Jen continues in the Star Coach community. If you have not yet checked out the Star Coach community, you are missing out on live opportunities to engage and get your questions answered, getting coaching demos, getting the ability to engage with some of the guests that are on this very show and get your questions answered and so much more. So go to starcoachshow.com and explore our community. Next week, I'm excited to introduce you to Thomas Keenan, and we're going to be diving into the business of our business. What do you need to do to set up your business to really work for you? And as a final reminder, free business building series is going on right now. And you are going to want to participate in that live webinar. So opt in so that we can send you an invite to the live webinar. And before then, listen to my two episodes with Sue Shoning on how to build that business with an online presence. Tomorrow's, we have a bonus episode coming out about your marketing mojo. You've got to stay tuned and be sure you get this information because it is what you need to be able to soar. And I want you to soar. So until next week, this is Meg Rentschler wishing you the very best for your coaching success. Have a fantastic week.